Welcome back to another episode of Bobcast, where it is my job to break down the moments and the stories that changed people's lives in these raw and uncensored conversations with people. I am your host, Ryan Sullivan, also known as Sully Bop. I'm a rapper, producer, DJ, and podcaster from New Jersey. And today on the show, I have my friend, Leo, also known as Lonely Leonard, also known as Low Life Leo. He has a few names, film on that. I got a few myself. And today on the show, we cover a few things, most notably his rise to TikTok fame, starting with a viral video he made. And from there, just posting his blatant opinions, somewhat controversial opinions on the platform. I absolutely love it. Uh, I don't agree with everything that he says. And I think it was powerful to sit down with him today and just not even think about that, just interview him as a person. And I think we need a little bit more of that in our world today and kind of not judge people on their views more on who they are as people. And that's kind of a reason why I do this podcast. But I digress there. We also go into his collaborations with other Bopcast guests, Toons and Tyreek, who was on our last episode. So really interesting. I had no idea he had music with tunes, which is pretty crazy. That was an insane episode in itself. I got to stop talking here, guys. You know our sponsor today is Soda Beats, S-O-D-A, just like Coca-Cola, sodabeats.com, the easiest and best way to make rap and hip-hop beats online right now. Link in the show notes for that. And this show is listener-supported, so please do join our email list. You saw Facebook and Instagram shut down, and if that happens again, we still got to have a way to connect. So definitely go throw your email in the bottom. It's sullybop.com. All right, guys, let's get to the show. Leo, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Anytime, brother. Um, yes. So rapper, artist, uh, songwriter, you've been doing it for a while, man. I'd love for you to let people know, though, maybe a little bit more in depth, like who you are as an artist. Um, you know, what kind of music do you make? You can keep it simple to start, and then we're just going to let the conversation roll from there. All right, for sure. I is Lonely Leonard, a.k.a. Low Life Leo. I am a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm gearing up to drop my third album. Um, I'm also an influencer on TikTok, uh, Low Life Leo. Um, you know, I'm just an artist in general. I just make projects and um, I put them out and hope people like them. I'm from Jersey, you know what I'm saying? I'm from Bloomfield, you know, I'm out of Phoenix. You know what I'm saying? That's my base operations right now. Um, you know, I'm an event promoter too on the side. Like, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I'm just an overall crazy person. I love it, man. I love I love the multifaceted approach, man. I love, you know, being a few different things. I do a bunch of different shit. Uh, keeps my life interesting. Keeps my life going. Yeah, I, I gotta do something with my life or something. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Can't be smoking all the time. I know. You know these people. You know it kind of hurts me sometimes. I feel like because I'm like, man, if I just focused on one thing, I bet I'd like get really far in that thing. But it's like I love too many different things. That's you gotta, you gotta focus your focus your energy. Like literally, um, you know, you only have so much energy. But sometimes you think that it's gonna take all of your energy to accomplish something, but it's not even the case. Like you know, what I mean, you just gotta give every every task, every like thing that you're trying to do, like the right amount of um effort and then it'll pay off you know what i mean it can't be too much it can't be too little you know yeah they say how you do anything is how you do everything i think that to an extent that's true yeah it's like really your yeah it's like your discipline of of just seeing it through to the end you know what i mean that's the most powerful skill you can have just seeing it through some kind of somewhat on this note this is something that i ask a lot of artists somewhat selfishly um you know how do you look at creating music do you have like like how do you manage what you create do you have a schedule do you just write songs when you feel like it like what is your process and we'll probably go deeper into like songwriting and like you know beats and things like that but you know what does that look like for you well the ending is everything you know what i mean whenever you're doing anything in life especially when you're doing like a creative project that's gonna require like like some time or some effort or you know you're really trying to produce something great you know, you have to always consider like the, the final product, you know, I feel like, um, the way that you progress is by setting some tangible goals for yourself. And, you know, that can go for anything. You know what I mean? Even if you're just writing a song, you know, it's like, I want them to feel this certain way, or I want the production to hit like this, or I wanted to remind them of this other song that I like a lot, you know, and once you have that goal in mind, then the steps that it's going to take in order for you to get there become a lot more obvious versus if you have some kind of abstract idea, you know what I mean? You need to just, you know, 
set your target, you know, focus your energy. I learned when I took a songwriting class that uh, every song has a goal. And that's not something that people ever, well, first of all, it's like, who's going to teach you how to write a song the right, the right way? You know, you're just like learning, you're just writing shit and you're yeah, like, maybe one day it'll be dope, like, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, but that's true. I really like that you said that because if you do have the goal in mind or it's like, all right, here's kind of the theme and the, or the angle for the song, then you can't, you, then you have a basis of how to make your decisions moving forward. I think if you start with the beginning, like if you start with, all right, here's like one little line or like you start with a beat and nothing, um, then you have nothing to like get to. You're just always trying to add things. Yeah. And so that's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you gotta, you gotta know how you want to, how you want to influence people. You know what I mean? Um, whether you're yelling or you're like tenderly singing, like whatever you're singing about, you know, ultimately you're trying to get whoever's listening to it to a certain point. And once you define that point, then you can, you know, figure out how you're going to do that, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's really, it's kind of thinking about the other side. Like, it's thinking about how people are going to react to the song. Like, you're trying to kind of cater that reaction, you know? You're trying to see where it fits. And actually, I was talking about Tyreek, or talking to Tyreek about this, too, in the last episode for people, if you haven't listened to it yet, um, you know, about that, about kind of, like, what, you know, people perceiving songs, where you really don't know what the song's going to do until the fans have it, because they're the people that tell you if it's good or not. Yeah, it's completely unpredictable. Yeah, I mean, you can, you can release a song and be like, this is the one, this is the one, you release an album, like, okay, this song is the one. And then, you know, they just kind of independently come up with their own favorite, you know? That's like, you never know how it's going to affect people when it's all said and done. It's crazy. I hate to drop this name and we're not going to go into it because I do every episode, but unless you're Drake, then maybe you know exactly what the song is going <laughs> to yeah. do. I'm not going to go into it. It's too much of a conversation. I have to spare the listeners on that one. But going more into what you've done, what you're doing, I'd love to take it all the way back first and then we're going to kind of build our way up here. Um, what where did this music stuff start for you? Was it writing? Was it rap? Was it singing? Was it an instrument? What did that look like for you? Were you always rapping? Tyreek, for example, he's been doing it since it was like 13 or something like that. Um, I'm, for myself, I never rap till I listen to rap. So that's weird. So everybody has their own little thing, man. So where did that kind of start for you, the music? Um, well, I've always been just sensitive to art in general. You know, um, I started my artistic journey. Um with like illustration like i used to want to be a comic book artist for a really long time and um and i always thought music was cool but i didn't really start getting into just music in general until until um i was about like 10 ish like you know what i mean when when the eminem recovery album came out you know what i mean i was just obsessed with like like what what eminem is in in all of his forms and it kind of it kind of went from there, like, you know what I mean? I, I found like more genre specific stuff, like um, kind of like the underground lyrical type of stuff. And then eventually I branched out to just alternative music in general, you know? Uh, so like I was in a lot of grunge, you know what I'm saying? In a lot of like, you know, alt metal, stuff like that. And then like punk, like, you know what I'm saying? I spent a really long time just only listening to punk music. And um, I pretty much started um, making my own music when I was 16 as a way of, you know what I'm saying? Not being such an angsty teenager all the time. Like, you know what I mean? Just trying to be constructive. And um, it kind of just evolved from there because the way that I do stuff is just very, um, it's very like in your face. Like, you know what I mean? It's very rollout based. Like, you know, I'm a strong believer in iconography and, uh, and you know, and everything has merch and everything has videos and everything, you know what I'm saying? And everything has everything, you know? So, so it's really serving like like the older me, like, you know, the older me that was into uh, just different kinds of art and just kind of like combining it into a rapper, kind of like, you know, another person I'm influenced by is like Kanye West, you know what I'm saying? Or even like Marilyn Manson, like just kind of bring everything to music, you know? Yeah, I like a lot that a lot that I could go into there. I think that um, I'll just say I'd like to go into it more too, maybe at some point. But like, even in your album covers, even in your art, I can tell you're like, look at this. Like, it says, it doesn't say like, oh, it's this laid back passive thing. No, it's like this is the statement. Like, this is like, remember me. And so like, that's your brand. So you've been doing that, and so your brand has been that kind of outward 
push and like if you're an artist that's really good you need to say to people this this is the thing listen to this and you're not forcing them to listen to it you're just putting it out there and you saying can't hey, look away. this is the work you can't look away yeah the image will speak for itself the work will speak for itself yeah that's super powerful i really like that you have that mindset i, I have a couple had a few artists on their show one of my, my friend his name's uh rainy days and he's a rapper and he kind of just has this this brand where you just if you see an album cover now you know it's his you know yeah. that type of shit man that's how you, that's how you gotta do it you know what i'm saying there's so much competition in the music industry in general and then just the internet and then there's just like technology like you know what i mean there's just so much to like pull your attention away and people only want to be a part of things that are already super popular so the way that you have to like bypass that is by saying it's like no it's like like i'm fucking crazy like look at me like you know what i mean and that could take a lot of different shapes you know what i mean you get that across in a lot of different ways but um as long as you get that reaction like you know people are are gonna tell your their friends about you you know yeah that's it's it, it kind of i guess it's a good thing but it's, you kind of you got to take it for what it is you know obviously the artists that are around the some of the artists that are you know at the top maybe not at the top but a lot of popular artists the in-your-face artists who are they right they're like the six nines you know these people like that but like i don't i'm not throwing shade like Everybody has a business. Everybody has Everybody a, has a, a lane, right? You know what I'm saying? Everybody has a business. Yeah, and for me to be like, that's stupid. Like, you know, now you have to, now you're trying to be so crazy like them just to be seen. And it's like, that's not what it is, man. Like, people, you might just be crazy. Like, you might just be 6'9", and that might just be his energy, dude. Like, that just, that might be how he is as an artist, you know? A true artist is who they are. You know what I mean? A true artist is who they are, and they defy, you know, what's what's reasonable to express like you know what i mean they just express it and then it's your job to feel however you feel about it like you know what i mean i'm just being true to me i'm just doing the stuff that i know is interesting you know what i mean to me yeah that's all there is really yeah that's dude yeah that's that's what you got to do like i always have to say like hey if you're not having fun with it if you're not enjoying yourself if you're not liking the music what are you doing yeah you know? i'm being a rapper it's like to, i gotta to like people. my shit you know what i mean like i'm doing it to say whatever the fuck i want like you know what i mean so i'm gonna do that yeah tastefully man that's really it and um you know as far so you said you st you started after you kind of this musical journey that you had um you know you kind of when it started going into the hip-hop realm like what did that like look what did that look like were you recording in your room did you have a mic did you go to a studio like who was this like for tyreek i think he mentioned his godfather or something brought him to the studio it's like uh i, I love these come-ups man some other people like my friend was just freestyling for me he was just freestyling after we were working out and there you go now <laughs> then it here we go i've been re releasing music for five years now um so yeah i'd love to know like what did that look like that beginning stages for you well in its beginning stages for me um okay so when i first decided because the kind of the kind of person i am is like you know i'm a, i'm just like an admirer of just like dope shit in general and um and i always like to challenge myself um to just see like what my artistic or interpretation on something that i love is and when i decided like okay i want to make like an, an ep like a mixtape you know what i mean um i i kind of looked around with people at because i was like 16 at the time so i was in high school and um there's this kid who super good friends with now is like my brother like literally um this kid devin braxton his name is devin braxton i actually have a song with him uh called freak i got a whole music video out with him right um super talented like like genius level and I, I was like yo um so i know that you like have a recording studio like in your attic or whatever and i'll i'll pay you to um to record there to record some record my first ever songs there and he was like you know what bro like nah i got you for free like you know what i'm saying he took me he took you know what i'm saying he took me under his wing and then i record the songs and um and i record the holy p in maybe like like two days you know what i mean i record the whole thing in like two days and um i put it out uh and it, it had the merch with it you know what i'm saying it had the stickers you know what I'm saying? It's like, I was really trying to make that shit go viral in my high school. And it low-key did, you know what I mean? And low-key did. Like, I would hear people talking about it in the hallways, and then that's where I just got the taste of it. It's like, I just love the idea of, like, you know what I'm saying? And and your first album that you drop, like, your first anything is going to be, like, super 
super uh personal to you like you know what i'm saying stuff i was talking about was super personal to me you know my struggle all that shit like you feel me so i just got addicted to it from there and um and then from then on and i joined like some some rap collectives like you know what i'm saying um one of which i'm still in uh and that's where i met our mutual friend uh tunes uh you know saying and we were we were recording out of the the back room of of our friend's fucking dad's tech repair shop literally just like after school every fucking day just just grinding just making songs 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 so many of them were bad so many trash songs so many just song after song after song then after a year and a half like the songs are starting to sound a little bit good like you know what i'm saying they're starting to sound kind of decent right and then at that point um i was like at that point i was like 18 you know it's time to go to college you know what i'm saying i go to the biggest party school i could find you know what i'm saying the biggest party school i could find arizona state um and that's where i met a lot of my uh professional industry contacts and um and i've just been releasing stuff more and more like you know what i mean and my my stuff has been kind of just gradually getting bigger and bigger. My projects get bigger. It's my profile grows. You know what I'm saying? I just make more money. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just to the point where everything just kind of sustains itself. And, you know, and it's, and it's really just sticking with it, you know, evolving your craft and shit like that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. What a story. That's crazy. Um, I love your fun functional. I love your, like, People are like, all right, man, this this is a good school for, for biology. I think I'm going to go here. People are like, this is a decent school for business. You're like, what's up with the parties? We're going to need... We're gonna need at least a hundred people at each party, cause then I can pass out these stickers. Yeah. I can hit, I can hit up these frat boys, and I can get. Oh, dude, I'll perform for whatever. Like, oh, that'll be sick. And then you do like three frats or something. You know, it's but like charge me you up. Like, straight you know what I'm saying? up. Like, you know, what I'm saying I need to be socially charged. That's how the music industry is. And you know, in my day to day life, like, you know, what I'm saying maybe I'm socially charged, maybe I'm not. But when I'm stepping into to my work as as an artist, um. Like I know the value of like of of people's excitement, of people's fucking, you know, people people just invest in your people's attention. You know what I mean? That's the key. That's the key to not just money, but to to more power. Like you know what I'm saying? More I'm um, in people's brains. You know what I mean? At the party, influence, like you said, influencer too. It's like yeah, you're not just a, if people are like see this online influencer shit. It's like yeah, that's happening. That's true, but. If you influence people, if you if a guy meets you on the street and you influence something that he did, then you're kind of an influencer, you know. So it's like you can you just did that and it was it was people did it in person before it was cool on the internet, you know. <laughs> like you have to really be there first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Like you know what I mean? Exactly, and that's just kind of my brand. Like you know what I mean? I because outside of my music stuff, I also do like just regular influencer stuff. Like I'm an influencer on TikTok um i have like like over twenty thousand followers on there so it's like you know my community is is pretty active you know what i'm saying it's like constant constant engagement and um and it's my philosophy over there is the same as my philosophy of music like you know what i mean i gotta say something that's bold that's in your face that's easy to understand you know what i'm saying true to me you know how when did the there's a lot of different avenues i can go here but when did the tiktok start just since we're on that um, okay. So I started making, okay. So I started making, um, TikTok content. Uh, it's a really funny story. I started making TikTok content last year. Um, because, because I remember seeing like some kind of like news story or something. I mean, look, I'm the kind of person where it's like shit in the world pisses me off. If you see me on the street, somebody spills their drink on me, somebody steps on my shoe, like whatever, I'll, I'll let that shit slide. But like, when I see like dumb shit, like happening, like in the world, you know what I mean? Especially when people aren't talking about it. Like I feel the need to just like, what the hell? You know what I mean? I saw something and I was like, like, I need to make a video like complaining about this. And then I did and it went viral and I was like, sweet. I was like, sweet, let, let me just do this. You know what I mean? And literally, and then literally now it's to the point where a hundred thousand people watch me a day, just, just shitting on something. Like you feel me? Um, you know, and, you know, I don't shit on people, but I, I, you know, I shit on politicians, I shit on the man, you know what I mean? The government, shit like that, you know what I mean? Stuff that everybody hates. Like, you know, Yo, wait, 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 that's, that's fucking great. Sorry to just cut you off at the end of that, but 
what's something that you recently shit on? Hit oh, me with yeah, that. so like the, the entirety of the U.S. government shits on that all the time. It's not that all the time. Capitalism in general, you know, racism, sexism, homophobia, like shit on all those things. Like, you know what I mean? And And the funny thing about it is, too, is that my haters watch my videos more than people that like me because literally, you know, I'm put out a video. I'll put out like an average video, right? Like an average video gets what, like, like 500 comments, right? And all of them, and all of them, almost all of them, like, like 400 out of 500, are just like, fuck you. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Blah, 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 blah. They're just triggered. You know what I mean? Which is funny because it's kind of the point. Like, you know what I mean? And, and, you know, I, it's just really me taking advantage of, of the system that we got because people are so, you know, pressed by me just kind of like giving my opinion or just, you know, I'm being spicy that uh, they follow me. Yeah, they're like, who the they're like, who the fuck are you, dude? Like, you're some random. And it's like, who the fuck are you? You're a random guy on TikTok. And you know, and you know this, you know this, Leo, when you go to their page and that they don't even have anything yeah. there. It's like, you would never be able to post anything of yourself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, you know, so they hide out in me. the comments. They're living vicariously through me. I can't even be mad. I can't even really clap back anymore because TikTok gave me the uh-uh a couple of times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I used to be, yeah, I used to be brutal fucking clapping back at these haters, dog. I used to be brutal. Like, like literally, I almost got my account banned one time because this guy commented something. It was something fucked up. It was like something like racist or something. So I was like, okay, 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 cool. So I go, so I go over to their profile page, right? And literally, right? And literally, they don't have any videos of except for one of like their truck. And then like, and then like one of like, oh, one of like, and then their profile picture was like, like them and their kids, right? And then I literally commented back. I was like, your kids are fucking ugly. And then TikTok was like, you can't say that. <laughs> Dude, it could have been, that's the crazy thing. It could have been completely accurate. They could have had ugly kids. Yeah. And then TikTok would still say, you're wrong. You know what, what I'm saying? If like, the, look, what if they look, have ugly read, kids? Look, 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 I didn't read the kids. This year, that's <laughs> fine. But check it out. Don't come for me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Don't come for me. I still clap back on these haters. Don't get me wrong. But it's like, I'm vicious. When it comes to these fucking haters, dog. Like, dude, I, I, dude, I, I'm with you. One time, so one time I met Gary V. You know, who Gary yeah, yeah, yeah. Loser. of course. Yeah. So one, one time I met Gary V. I asked him a question. Um, I posted it on my Instagram. It got like ten thousand views. Pretty good. Like pretty good for like the amount of followers I had. Yeah, just because like the algorithm favored it and makes the algorithm knew Gary V. was in there. So I'm like, all right, cool, no sweat. That's fine. So then months later, man, I'm like sitting in class. I get like all these notifications. I'm like, what's going on? And then my friends are sending me a video from Gary V. And it's my question. So I'm like, all right, bet. So that day, it got 300,000 views that day, right? And I'm sitting in the comments, literally refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. And just going. It was probably because it's Gary V. So there's a lot of like, um, you know, people, positive positivity going yeah. on. Like over positivity yeah, that's like probably. His brand is like, yeah. um, that's his fucking brand. So half of the people were fine. And then the other half, all they said was like, that was a stupid question because he knew the answer. I'm like, what? It makes no sense. Do you guys know I asked him the question so he would get fired up about the answer? Because I knew what type of question Gary V likes. Yeah, I'm doing what like, you're supposed to do. I'm asking him my fucking question. Don't be mad. He answered my question. He didn't answer your stupid ass question. Like, like you know what I'm saying? And like, dude, do you know how long the line was? I literally went back. So at that point, I said, all right, let's see. Because I know how many people were yeah. there at that meet and greet. Let's go. And I saw them all. I, I saw them. I met a lot of them. I'm like, let me go back. He probably, I think he posted like maybe two other ones, like maybe three. Other. It's like, dude, like that's, what do you mean? It worked. Yeah, it's like, like I got another thousand followers out of this or whatever. You know what I mean? Cause look, hate, cause hate is free dog. I feel like it takes something out of you to like give somebody some positivity. It's like, you know what I mean? You need to like give them some positivity, but hating that, that should have just like, you can just fire off the mouth and say any dumb shit that you want. That's why you got to just filter it out. You know what I mean? Ultimately there's the ones doing it and they're ones talking about it. Like which one are you trying to be, you know? True. And you know what I do? I do a podcast. I just talk shit on here because I'll just tell you like that's where I'm at. It's like if you want to come up here, then we have a diff then we're on the same playing yeah. field. But if you're in the comments and I'm on the video, that's a yeah, that's you're in the stand. at my balcony. Like, you know what I mean? Straight up. You know what I mean? Like, Straight get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you you gotta you gotta do a podcast now and just just interviewing the haters, and then you don't then by me. the end they'll like be like, I'm sorry, bro. Like I really don't tell me, don't tell me, don't tell me. <laughs> that's that's crazy. Um, is there? I'll stay on it just for this question. Is there anything like 
I know you mentioned whatever government racism, all these different topics. Is there anything like specific recently that has got or like a notable video, something that you made a video about that stood out to you? Or if not, we could just move on. But well, I always do hot button issues. Right. So it's like all of them are like spicy right now. Like like I was talking about um, the abortion laws in Texas. That's getting people pretty fired up. Um, I was I, I made a video shitting on Nicki Minaj and that one was hectic because that that one got me death threats like trust me trust me was that with her what she said about my cousin's friends like like literally i didn't even have to really say anything i was like that's (laughs) fucking stupid and like literally just like a dozen a dozen fucking um you're just mad that nikki's rich and you're ugly fucking fucking Nicki minaj has more money than you'll ever have like fucking fucking cardi b fan ass like not coming at what you said, yeah, no, 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 no. only just, coming at your yeah, physical just try, appearance just to break my and the bank account that they've never seen your bank yeah. account. They have no idea how yeah, much you money you, know, you have. You don't know how much I got. Now, trust me, if I had 100 million, you know what I'm saying? Making these TikTok videos probably wouldn't be on first on my menu, but check it out. These people hated me because I, you know what I'm saying? I like Nicki Minaj too. I even put that in the video. I was like, I fuck with Nicki Minaj, but yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm on the same as facts. And like, I'm, I'm not saying she shouldn't have said it. I think that it was good. I think it was ultimately pretty neutral that she said it. I thought it was more funny than and it was pretty funny. And it was, it was her, yeah. like it was kind of on, on character. Like Nikki's out. She's going to tell you what's going on. She's, she's, she's been like that in her music. She's not going to hold anything back. Yeah, she was throwing out her opinion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then people get mad when you throw out your opinion. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, there you, uh, yeah, like come on, opinion. It's the war of opinions with the armchair activists. You know, sitting right, waiting to type a comment and not change anybody's mind. It makes no sense, man. It's crazy. But yeah, so much team playing. It's just everybody wants to be on team this or team that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't do that. I'm just one way too many categories. Like, run me by something, the topic, and I'll let you know my opinion. But I'm not on. I don't like this tribalism. So. Yeah, it's like who who's this ultimately helping? You know what I mean? I try to be a uniter, and it's it's so ironic because like my the kind of content that I make, even like musically, is kind of like divisive in the sense it's like there's a barrier of entry like if you you have to like these sorts of things in order to get enjoyment but at the same time too it's like i always keep the door open for like new people new fans new potential followers anything you know what i'm saying new new party goers whatever like i try to create an experience where it's like it's not you know what i'm saying it's not hard to get what the appeal is here like you know what i mean it's like i think a certain way and i don't bend on that but you know what i'm saying it's diverse here. I don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's it's hard to articulate, but I feel like you get what I'm saying. No, I know. I'm an artist. I get it. I make content, too. Like, I put myself out there. It's It looks way easier than it is. It's, it's you know, that, that's it. I mean, um, and, you know, this might be a hard left turn, um, but I wanted to bring it up just because it's something I read in your Spotify bio. And so I'm from New Jersey. And I noticed that you're from Jersey too. And you mentioned something about little little sentence about you growing up um, and like getting bullied while you were growing up, and that possibly being some like motivation for maybe you. Yeah, look at me, dog. Like literally, of course. You know what I'm saying? Um, I feel you. I was a little like shrimpy. You know, it's like I'm supposed to be like 110 pounds, man. Yeah, it's like they'll they'll find a way. Like you know what I'm saying? They'll fucking find a way. Because I feel like every like teenager, like especially like goes through a period where like either they're bullied or like they're depressed or like you know they're suicidal, like like whatever the fuck, right? And I think, um, and I definitely embody that in my music because it's kind of like part of my origin story. Like you know, what I mean, being being mentally unhealthy, it's like that's what spawned the way that I interact with the world, the way that I attack problems. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like that's also part of the read. Kind of circles back around to like how I even found music in the first place, like Eminem, like Eminem's music, Tyler, the creator's music, you know what I'm saying? Punk music, shit like that, like was really there for me, like in those times, like, you know what I mean? When I didn't have like high school friends to like, you know what I'm saying? Have my back or like, you know what I mean? Like, or, you know what I'm saying? I didn't, you know, I'm an only child. I didn't have any like siblings to like, you know what I mean? I always had with music. You feel me? So the shit that I make is like empowering. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's defying like the bullshit like you know what i mean it's it's okay to be like a non-conformist like don't follow the rules and that and ironically you know what i mean that's also part of just my mission statement as like an artist in general it's like like me making that choice kind of put me in a position to be invited to these conversations to 
you know what I'm saying? Talk to these people, those people, you know what I mean? To, to be making X amount to be whatever, you know what I mean? And it's literally so ironic because yeah, I, I didn't even get to that point until I was able to reject like fitting in, you know what I mean? And that's the way you fit in. It's weird. Like, I don't know, you know? Yeah. So you do, well, do you think that you didn't feel like, well, I probably know the answer to this, but you felt, do you, you didn't, you felt like you didn't really fit in. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, you can not fit in for, for so many reasons. Like you feel me, like not being the right color, not being the right, you know what I'm saying? Into the right stuff, like not whatever, not being from the right place. You know what I'm saying? Like not talking a certain way. Um, yeah. I mean, everyone's, everyone's an outcast. Everyone's a low life, you know what I'm saying? In one way or another, you know what I'm saying? I just represent for those people. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm all the things, you know, you feel me that I, you know, and I'm a gladiator too. It's like, I'll fight for, for the weirdos, for the fucked up, for the fucked up people, you know? You made it for you. I mean, you made the music for you, for you first. Yeah, for the and then low Because lights. coming from that, yeah, coming from that perspective. So, yeah. And then, so other people, when they're like, ah, oh, shit, I feel like that. Like, I'm not in this click or that click. I feel like I only have music, you know? And so other people are... F- I only belong with the people that don't belong. They're like, that's me. Like, you feel me? It's like, if you only belong with the people that do not belong, then pull up. And there's a lot more of us than you think. You know what I'm saying? You are not alone. Like, you know. Man, I love it. I love it. You got such your own, like, unique kind of, like, personality and angle. I feel like you know you really well. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like, ultimately, I'm just doing what works for me. Like, you feel me? I feel like anybody, anybody can do it. Anybody, you know what I'm saying? And for anything that they want to do, it's like, you know what I mean? You, It's not about becoming someone else. It's about just playing your personal strengths. Like, you know what I mean? Your personal strength was being able to get in front of the video, spit your opinion, put it out to the world, and see, but some people, that isn't their strength. But I think also, on the other hand, on the other side of that, or going along those lines, some people are scared. I think they have fear, because if they saw a comment like the comments that you get, that would kind of you know, that would, that would make them freeze, man. Like they, and they would be, they would exhibit, they would get anxiety, right? Yeah. That's where the bullying comes in, dog. That's where the bullying comes in. There's nothing anyone can say to me that has not already been said. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's a hyper awareness that, that I kind of don't wish on anyone. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, what, what can anybody tell me? And then anything that I didn't know, or I didn't hear, even if you come up with something that no one said, then 20 more people are going to say the same thing after you. Like, you know what I'm saying? I remember one time I walked into a fucking tree and then I had a fucking, had a fucking gash on my face. And like literally every comment I would fucking get is about the fucking shit. So how could I even feel bad about it when literally people were talking about 24 seven, you know what I mean? It's like, ultimately you got to just learn to accept what you, what the fuck you got. It's part of your strengths. You know, you got to accept your weaknesses, you know what I mean? Cause you're going to have gaps like, and that's going to make room for what you're good at, you know? So yeah, if some if somebody was like, oh, like I don't want to make, I want to make content, but I don't know what people are gonna think about it. What would you say to them? Just start making. Yeah, it. I mean, yeah, it's kind of generic advice to be like, oh, oh, just start making it. But that's the that's the part that people don't do. So, <laughs> like, people think you know, I read this in a book. Like, people think that um, that you need motivation to act but really if you're acting just the act of acting will will give you motivation like you know what i mean if you're doing it then it's gonna just become more natural you know what i mean if anything just put yourself in a position to uh be comfortable making stuff because if you put yourself in a position where everything is like you know like a mountain to climb or some shit you're gonna fall off you know what i mean because i got i got hella hella you know hobbies that i picked up and put down you know what i'm saying you know the influencing and and rapping are just the ones that are my favorite and the ones that i can lock onto. but anything that i've dropped off of is literally just from burnout you know what i mean it's like you got to make sure that making stuff feels easy like you know what i mean even if it's difficult it's it's not complicated you know you just do it you know it's it's weird yeah i i think that just being able to get in front of like a camera or microphone or whatever it is like that's really if you could just do that like you like you said you can do things first and then the motivation will come i people expect to be i need all this motivation and then maybe i'll do it 
and it's this gap, the motivation slash doing gap. I don't really believe in motivation. I always kind of thought it was bullshit a little bit. It gets me, sometimes it'll get me to do things, but when am I going to have somebody else or some other external thing try to get me to do shit? I'd rather have myself, and then sometimes I'm not motivated. So the only thing you can fall back on is, like you said, is actually doing the thing, even when you don't want to do it. Like, instead of writing, oh, I'm not in a creative mood, write a shitty song then, you know? And it's very hard. It's hard to do, but that's what you have to do. Yeah, because even in the process, like, sorry, I'm forced myself to write the songs. Like, damn, this is coming out. Like, maybe I'll tweak a little bit. Maybe I'll tweak it. Like, okay, now I'm a... And at that point, you know what I mean? It's, it's going to come in, you know, like... I read that in another book. It's like, ultimately, everyone's going to kind of fall into average. You know what I mean? Some people are, are above average. Some people are below average. But once you're going into any task, like, you can assume that you're going to be, like, average. Like, you feel me? So even if you're, you're like, struggling to, uh, or at least average for where you're at, like, you feel me? It's like, even if you're struggling to kind of, like, spit it out or whatever, like, that's a bad reason not to get started just because, you know what I mean? You'll still be the one doing it instead of the one talking about it, you know? Yeah, I think people have writer's block, but their standards are just too high. Yeah, because it's like, what are you expecting out of the song? Like, it's not thrill. It's not gonna be thriller. You think you're yeah. like some god or something, some genius that you every nobody can just make, dude. Even fucking Kanye or Drake or whatever, they still get stuck on a bar, you know. And guess what? They just put stuff out. Like, you know what I mean? They just yeah, put stuff that out too. that feels right. They just put stuff out that feels right. You know what I mean? I don't think. You know what I mean? Artists that go in to anything, like, you know what I mean? There's the recording artist, the painter, fucking fashion designer. If you go into it being like, this is going to blow the fuck up, like, that's what this is designed to do, you're just going to get, like, a tepid product. Like, you know what I mean? It has to be bold enough to be like, this isn't going to be popular with anybody or this aspect of my project isn't going to be popular with everybody, but fucking I'm doing it because that's what's going to make it mine. You know what I mean? Um... So, yeah, like, embrace, you know, the shit that makes you different is the shit that makes you worth listening to. You know what I mean? So just just do that shit, dog. I don't know. That's a bar. And uh, from there, I'd like to go into how you and Tyreek started making music, Crookland. Definitely want to go into, we're going to go into tunes, too. That's a topic we got to touch on. But how did, just in the instance of him being on the podcast last, and Sam, uh, shout out to Sam, uh, your manager, for hooking this all up. And she's great doing all the work behind the scenes. It's hard to schedule a podcast. You wouldn't think it would be this hard, uh, but it seriously is. But yeah, so you and Tyreek, man, how did you, I assume at school, but you know, what was the story? How'd you kind of get linked up? And then how'd you start making music together? Um, yeah, so I met Tyreek at ASU. You know what I'm saying? I met him at ASU. Um, and we were in a band for a little bit. And then we all kind of branched off to do our solo projects. But me and Tyreek definitely wanted to get in. Um, like a classic hip hop album, you know what I mean? Because we're both really big fans of like of like '90s, like East Coast, you know what I'm saying? Like Nas, Jay Z, like you know what I'm saying? Joy Badass, like the, you know stuff that's a little bit more nostalgic. And um, that's how the idea for Crooklyn really really came together. Uh, you know, we worked with some really talented producers on that, and um, it really came to life, like our vision. And then also too, just like the artistic like rollout of it all. You know what I'm saying? Like the clothing line that we came out with, you know, the the videos and stuff like that. It was a really good, like, you know, you know, that product means a lot to me. Like, yeah, Craigland, Craigland is the shit. Go stream it. Yeah, I and definitely go stream it. I have it on the last one and I'll have it down below again, the link in the show notes for people listening and watching to go listen to that. What was it like? And I know you've done a good amount of music with other artists, but I, I, I have not. I've only done like singles like i have i started with somebody else i started in like two duos basically but then ended up just by myself and so that's why i like to ask this like what was it like putting together an entire album with somebody else like how do how did those ideas form did you do it all at once were you in the studio were you hanging out at home like did you write it out did you plan it out like i would just you don't have to answer all those nine questions but um i just would like to know how it was making an entire album with another artist basically how it went down was um we get the beats um shout out to the producers um ani and firestone um who are the main producers on the project so we get the beats and um either tyreek would have a really strong idea for the song or i would and we write half of it like you know what i mean we write you know a verse and a chorus um or just a verse and then we pass it off you know what i mean so it's kind of like He'd start the sketch and then I would finish it. Um, there were a couple of times where we were in the studio together, 
um, like the the posse cut, uh, spend it. You know that was that was a result of all of us being in the studio at the same time, and you know the vibes are really like heavy on that one. So I think it really it really shows. Um, but but a lot of that stuff was like made like independently of each other. Like we're both just like rappers. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like the you know my stuff kind of very stylistically, but at our core, me and Tyreek are really like lyrical type rappers so it's like you know it just it just came together perfectly perfectly classic yeah album. i lo- i like the dynamic yeah i like the dynamic between you guys i said that to him too and uh and there's it's hard to make sometimes it's hard to make music with other people sometimes it's easy and when it's easy man great <laughs> that's awesome let's just make an album right it's like you guys just fit together you both did your thing came together no no problems just all right cool yeah you got this idea i got this idea let's put it together like no sweat man like both respecting each other's creative abilities you know i like that yeah major key right there um yeah so on that same note of creating music with other artists i'm going through your music today i i went through your music weeks ago when and and your tiktok and stuff stuff when we were coordinating this but I'm going through and I see this EP and it's like Lonely Stoner EP and I'm looking at it and I'm like, I'm listening to like, what was it? Field, uh, field, some, I don't know the rest, the field. Yeah. So I'm listening to that. I'm like, this sounds like tunes. I'm like, is this, is this tunes? (laughs) And then I look, it's like tunes, tunes, tunes. Uh, No way. So to give context to people, tunes is a rapper, artist, a very prolific guy from uh i guess he's from jersey too and so we linked up through a collective called mad minds and that they put on open mics together for for hip-hop r&b and some other genre artists i met him through that had him on the podcast we actually performed together and i played guitar and and he rapped and it was really cool and he he suggested it i didn't go to him to do it he was like hey do you want to do this i'm looking for somebody to do this i said yeah and he like yeah he'll try to like get you better because i'm like i don't know how to do i don't know if like i can do that too and he's like are you sure like just do it he's like just let's just do it i'm like that's true yeah (laughs) so we did that man so i just thought it was crazy because you know i got linked up with you through sam who i met randomly and then it ends up you know how jersey is though if you have any roots in jersey that your roots are touching somebody else's tree over here it's like everybody's close everybody's you know it's 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 really a small state and at the end of the day but so tunes lonely stoner ep you know like four songs i think and just i love the dynamic between you guys i will say just because tunes has those hooks where you're like what is going on man? he has like a crazy kind of like cardi-esque like he tampers to his voice it's just like just crazy it's just like crack for your ears dog like literally i've never heard anybody like him How, how did you guys meet again we met um we met in high school we met in high school uh when i used to uh record in in our mutual friend jasmine's dad's fucking uh tech repair shop like that's where i met him for the first time and um yeah that's that's like my brother dog like you know what i'm saying he he did a show he flew out to do a couple shows with me in phoenix one time um you know we're about to go in business together like that's crazy small world small world i should have told him yo i was actually on the phone with him the other day i should have told him i was going to do this interview had i known i would have yeah dude it's fun yeah i'll and i'll i'll see him or shoot him a text i'll send him the interview next week but i'd love to speak on as well or love to have you speak on rather your latest single it's a short song but it hits and it gets right to it and i do like that and I know that you've made longer songs before. What was what was it like going into Medusa, going into this track? Did you have the beat first? Like, I love to know the details. All right, so Medusa, Medusa is a song that kind of manifested because um, I got the beat from this um, from this producer that um, that I'm really close with, uh, Perbiota, that I met through Instagram. Uh, sent me the beat. Um, I liked it a lot. Um, and you know, I was writing to it. I was like, okay, okay. You know what I mean? I wanted to come out with a song that was, um, cause a lot of my stuff is kind of like pop oriented. Like I would make kind of like anthems, like stuff that'll stay in your head for a long time that you really show to people. But I also wanted to kind of like have a song where I defy that and just kind of have bars stacked on top of each other, but still like, you know, a catchy, you know, cadence to it. And, um, and I ended up recording it 
um, with with Devin Braxton, who's a, a, another close collaborator from uh, Jersey. Um, I ended up recording in Brooklyn, and the vibes that night were were just crazy. You know, what I'm saying like the city just gives me so much energy, and um, and yeah, that's pretty much where it came from. The song is kind of about um, pursuit of clout like the toxic pursuit of clout that I'm, I'm constantly just chasing more clout, more clout, more clout, more clout and how it's like, you know, how fame is a, a toxic bitch. Like she could be a toxic bitch. Like, you know what I mean? And, you know, turn you to stone Medusa. <laughs> uh, yeah. I love, I love that metaphor because it's true. And it takes a lot of energy out of you when at the end of the day, or if you get like, Oh, I got another 5,000 people or something like that. And that's all great, but, you know, it's, it's, it really is a constant, sometimes toxic pursuit for sure. Like sometimes I just have to take myself out of it. Yeah. Like it's okay for me not to make anything today. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Cause you get into, it's like, am I doing this for me or other people or both or I'm, I, but I want them to be fans. And if they're my fans and they'll like my music and then come to my shows, as long as I make good music for them. But, but I can't just make good music cause I gotta make put out my opinion because that's what's going to bring people in and then once they're in they'll be fans who are buy tickets and go to the shows and then be fans for life yeah it's like you gotta create like a pipeline for people and it's ultimately like capitalism ultimately you know what i mean it's it's just uh an advertisement funnel that you're that you're trying to get them into uh and it's tough when you're an artist because it's like you know it's like you're selling your soul like literally like you know what i mean it's like here's my soul yeah most artists i feel like aren't really like that either they they are just all about the art and so when they're like oh i have to be a personality now i have to be an influencer now just to gain any type of of kind of traction with my music well kind of i mean yeah you can get on playlist i know a producer that i actually learned from i entered at his studio he started making lo-fi he made like three lo-fi beats his dad loved lo-fi. He said, all right, cool. I'll just make some more. He starts making some more. He has 500,000 monthly listeners now. He Insanity. All he did was make lo-fi beat. He's a he's an engineer. He has a studio. He just does it on the side. He's like, yeah, I just make them when I can. I submit them to the playlist. He didn't do any type of content. He didn't make TikTok videos. He just submitted them to the playlist, and then there you go. And he's a, they're amazing. Like They have to be obviously be really good. But I will say that, you know, and I've said this before, you probably agree, skill and talent are great. A lot of people have it. If you don't have as much talent, you could have a ton of skill. If you don't have as much skill, you might have a natural talent, and that might take you. But it's only going to get you so far after that you need the drive after that and after that everybody's gonna then after that everybody's marketing at that point yeah all these people skill talent clout doesn't matter it's like can you now you have to get you could have the best thing since sliced bread and you still have to get it to people and a great i love this great example is joiner lucas because you would think joiner lucas made it man he, he has a song with jay cole he went platinum he went this he went that Dude still puts out the same ads he did three years ago. He's still trying to get new fans and get his music out there. It doesn't end. Ever. It doesn't, it doesn't end, end ever. You know what I mean? Even even like like Drake, Kanye West, like they still have marketing teams, like you know what I mean, that are hugely there are huge parts of letting people even know that this shit is even coming out. And then if you're an artist that everyone doesn't already know, then it, then it's like you need to try like three times as hard because you got to give people a reason to give a fuck and then you got to get them to listen and then you got to get them to tell their friends and then you got to get them to, to fucking buy your t-shirt like you know what i mean it's and and to be honest like the, the only way that i was able to kind of like overcome just like the the slog of that is just by making that just a part of it like uh artist that i admire is is travis scott because it's like literally the 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 marketing is in a lot of ways the statement you know like the marketing is the statement that's a huge part of it too you know what i mean it's you know you can't neglect that you can't yeah and i think i i agree and yeah and to to that point too travis scott definitely has 
his brand is is ridiculous very impressive too not just his music uh just what he did what they did with with even sicko mode for a very popular example like just what they did just how they structured that song is marketing people don't really realize and so that changed the dynamic you're not supposed to have a song that long well we don't care about the radio anymore right so things like that that's all in your has to do with your brand everything that you say um but i will say something from capitalism that bleeds into music that kind of does suck is the fact that it is the fact that it is a business is great because it actually allows you to do the shit but the fact that these artists are like all right we got to do more than next last year and more than last year and the next year we got to do more than that and the next year we're going to do more than that it's like what if you want to switch genres and do r&b instead of rap and then it doesn't sell as much like you have like a j cole yeah then yeah then your reputation is you know what i'm saying it's like oh you're slowing up what's what's going on what's going on you know what i mean if you can if you can yeah because it's like once you have a reputation anything you do with it is gambling like you know what i mean it's like anything you drop anything is you're gambling with your reputation with every new thing that you put out you know and and it's it's tough i mean that's why you kind of have to just defy it like you know what i mean you kind of just not even give a fuck like you know what i mean that's why it has to start and end with you that's the only way you can do it like and not go fucking crazy you know yeah if you don't drop something for a month they're like he fell off he's gone done dude he's gone yeah he's done he's done he's done yo he's done he's done he's done yeah it's crazy you know what i'm saying that's also a part you know for people that are like getting into it that's why having a team is important too because you know your team can be working because like, the thing is it's like if everyone's putting in a hundred percent all the time it's it's not gonna work like you know what i mean things should feel natural they should feel easy even if they're difficult they should they shouldn't be complicated you know what i mean like you know that's how you do it yeah the team team's super important other so how how has that been for you to have people around you to like actually be able to handle the other sides of it because i've never really had that i had a manager um you know no disrespect to her she wasn't good and you gotta find someone that works for you you know what i mean you gotta find someone that works for you like you know having a team well i feel like a lot of people like getting started out and especially like think that they need a team just because it'll make them look better but really what you need to do is have a structure for consistently making stuff like my manager didn't even come my manager sam didn't even come in the equation until i had already made like a ton of stuff and i already had a process of making that stuff like a team is good for managing everything that's that's not making the stuff you know what i mean unless you consider like your production team as a part of your like your team which they are but um as far as like your artist development you know you want people that are gonna not only advocate for you but also help you organize um so that um you come across as like sellable you know what i mean it's like there's ultimately what it comes down to it's like you said it's like it ultimately just ends in business because it's like people need to know what the fuck they're looking at like you know what i mean that's the first step in selling anything it's like what is it you know and your team can really help you with that because especially as an artist you can get off the rails about what you're, you want to do or what you're gonna do or what you're thinking or whatever but you need somebody there to be like okay how this this gets the consumers in what fashion and like how is it professional you know you know how are we going to make sure yeah i always told the artists i used to do marketing for artists then i stopped because they didn't have any money but uh you know and hey i was the same artist too man i was in the same position so it was hard but i always told them i said you don't have to do the marketing but somebody does that's it like you have to do nobody you don't have to have a manager to get you booked on shows and podcasts and random things but somebody has to do it like you have to do it or somebody has to do it it's like don't you can't take that piece out of the equation because then nothing will ever happen you can't be, you know, there's certain steps that you can't skip. If you want to get to a certain level, like you just can't skip them. Like, you know, um, and you know, maybe you're able to do it by yourself, but you know what I mean? You only have a hundred percent to give, like, you know what I mean? You only have a hundred percent to give, like there's 10 jobs. You can only give each one 10%. Like it's, it's not going to work. You know what I mean? It's not going to work to the best of its ability, you know? And if you, if you have to, then just get it done. And then eventually you'll attract the people you know what I mean? Because that's how it had to go. Like I had to attract the people that want to be on my team by by starting on a small level and slowly building up more. And by the time it was too much for me to handle by myself, there were people, there were hands on deck. And there was also a strategy for making money because it's like if you want to be an artist 
or, or anything like, you know, any kind of like digital creator, like, you know, how you're going to monetize it should be, you know, the ending is everything. Like, you know, you want, you want to think that through first, like, you know, if that's what your pursuit is, you know? So in that, you don't have to go too far into the details if you don't want to, but was that merch? Was it like, where was the main, and I, this might go in too far into it, but you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you guys, I'll tell you guys basically, cause basically like, especially you're making music, right? Um, there's a couple of different revenue streams that you can make. And like, you know, and that's another thing too. It's like, it's not even a secret. That's why I can tell you it's, like, it's not even a secret. Like, like, because there's a couple of revenue streams that you can make. Like you can either go through streaming, you know, I have made money from streaming, but streaming is going to be your least amount because these stream platforms really aren't trying to pay you a whole lot. Like, you know what I mean? They're just not trying to pay you a whole lot. Um, you know, outside of streaming, they also, um, so that's like your least lucrative way to like make money. Then you have like, like merchandise, which could be like a really high, like resolve. You know what I mean? When you have a good manufacturer, you have some solid designs. It's a good way to a advertise, like, cause they're paying for the shirt and then they're advertising it for you. So you got money for them to advertise for you, which is great. You know what I mean? It also spreads your culture. It's spreads your brand around. Um, and, and it's a way to generate money without necessarily having to like go anywhere. Like, you know, you do a show, you're also selling merch. So, you know, that's, you know what I mean? That, there you go. Like you're, you have a website with your music on it. There's merch there. People want to wear stuff that they believe in. You know what I mean? People, people want that shit. So like, yeah. And then, you know, there's also sponsorships and stuff too. You know what I mean? That, that's something that, you know, you have to you get, definitely have to wait for a, for a team to really pull off just because you want to make sure that you get good deals and, um, and shit like that. You know what I mean, that's the least thing that you have to worry about. But honestly, my best advice to anybody that's trying to make money off of music um, is uh, live shows and streams. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. Live shows and uh, and merch. You know what I mean? Uh, all the best artists do it that way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're just talking about Travis Scott. Like, his tour, crazy. His, his merch, crazy. That was the shit that got him the bread from that. You know what I mean? How much it costs to rent out fucking fucking you know t-mobile arena like you feel me it's like the 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 money back is not from ticket sales it's from all the shit you're buying when you're there like you know what i mean just think of it that way ultimately i always say and i think i said this on the last one you think mcdonald's is a burger company they're a real estate company you just don't realize you know it's like it's nothing is really like you think travis scott getting on stage your ticket it's like he doesn't make that much off ticket ticket yeah. he makes he kills on that 65 dollars sweatshirt or whatever man they don't even know and the thing is too it's like the way that it's presented to you it's like you want a piece of this like you know what i mean this is like this is an immortalized version of what you just saw so if you leave it they're like wish you were here if you leave it then the memory's gone you know what i mean it's like people will pay 65 dollars to remember some shit dog you know what i mean and it's got to be like that you know, for whatever product that you sell, like, you know what I mean? It's like your brand, it's your brand tangible that they can own. They can own a piece of your brand. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like even this sweater, I got it from, from young thug when he was in Phoenix two years ago. And literally I got it because I was like, damn, like people need to know that I, I like young thug. They just need to know it. $60. All right. <laughs> like, all right. Like whatever. Like, you know, if you don't make it, people can't buy it. you know that's what it is (laughs) that's it's crazy but it makes so much sense and i love that you think about these things and i know like you said you have the team it helps to have people people are leverage too so being able to use all right let me i gotta run it by somebody or they gotta run it by you or that process in negotiation and sales is really really helps rather than if you're just the artist and you're like, hey, I'm Sully Bop. I'm the artist. Like, let's do this deal. There, I have nobody to help me or give me leverage. I'm like, let me run it. Let me run it by somebody. I can't. It's just me. So, all those aspects of the team, the aspects of business, are very powerful. And I just love that you think about that because I think a lot of artists, even if they, the problem with art, with creating art and music, especially, is you can have two pieces of the puzzle and three can be missing and you'll be 
and you won't be making any money or you won't be getting any traction. It's like you have to do a little bit of everything. Like you have to have your music, your TikTok, you know, your 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 pr production, your management, your negotiation, your deals. Like you have to have a little bit of everything and you can't rely on just the music or just the marketing or just the shows or just the merch or like it that's that's really the truth of it and and to to finalize that thought, I created merch, I invested in it. I had no idea if people were going to buy it. I didn't do any pre-orders. I think it sold out in two weeks. I had no idea. Crazy. And just because it was my merch, just because it was me with the logo, people wanted to represent that. I had my area code on the back. People love to represent that. Things like that, incorporating funny things, creative things into your merch, like that's that's a whole nother level you could get creative with that too so don't end at the artistry and that's something that you are a great example of leo and to kind of you know as we're getting out of here i'd love to ask you this question and it's probably pretty basic i bet you've been asked before but why not go by your government name what was the what was the name and if it's a super long story i don't even mind you can go into it but because i gotta be more than me i gotta be a symbol I got to be a symbol. I got the name from a book by Matthew Quick. It's called Forgive Me, Leonard Peacock. And it's about and it's about a, a kid that's trying to get revenge. Right? He's trying to get revenge for the way he was treated. And, like, obviously that, like, that resonated with me, like, as a teenager. You know what I mean? And it's, like, and it's like by being, being Leonard, by being Leo, you know what I'm saying? Like, that is, like, like who I am. Like, you know what I mean? That's the mission statement. It's like, ultimately, like, we're going to get revenge on the people that did us wrong by not giving a fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? By, by stepping into whatever space we fucking want to, and we're going to do it in a way that's bizarre and unforgettable. You know what I mean? They can't forget the, the, the way, the way that I approach it is just different than everybody else, because that's what made them ridicule me in the first place. And then now that's what makes it. So I'm in their brains all the time. They love me or hate me. You know what I mean? Cause if I have a talent, it's pissing people off. It's getting under people's skin. It's getting, it's being in their brain. That's why they bullied me in high school. That's why they fucking hate on me on TikTok. And guess what? It's, it's on purpose now. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I can manifest that shit to my benefit. You know what I mean? So that's why it has to be Leonard because it's like, it's like, that is the symbol. It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like the lonely Legion, like it's a low life Legion, you know? And, um, as far as going by my government name, like I also, you know what I mean? I didn't even get into this, but, but, um, I also, um, do graphic novels. Like I'm, I'm writing a graphic novel that I'm currently trying to get published. I have a team for that too. Um, I, I use my government name for that just because I don't want anybody because it's stuff I use my government name for. It's like, I don't even want them to know who I am. You know what I mean? Like my personal story isn't even important to it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I do like screenplays and stuff. I'm working, working on a short film. I use my government name for that because that shit really isn't about me per se. It's just about the artwork. But if the artwork is about me, then I need to represent something bigger than myself because there's somebody like me that's not me. You know what I mean? Somewhere, you know? And, you know, they could be Leo too. Fuck it. Like, I don't know. I'm going to bookmark the graphic novels thing and we're going to get to that next time. So that's perfect. Uh, we'll, we'll touch on it next time. That'll be a great uh, launching point for us on the next one. Uh, it's been you. amazing to have you here, even virtually. I'd love for you to have you in person too. Next time we will oh, no, be. We'll get it in. I'm about to do some shows in Jersey. I'm, we oh, hell get yeah, in, dude. And, and let me know. I'll pull, I'll pull out to a show if I can. I DJ on the weekends, but it really dies down into winter in the winter time. So I can try to pull out, do some stuff. Uh, but yeah, man, before we head out, let people know i'll have it all in the show notes but if there's a specific thing you want them to listen to whether that's the album the single whatever um just let them know where they can find you and or anything in the future as well shows etc i'll put it all down below but anything you want to plug just go for it all right shameless plug time all right i want to make sure that everybody on here follows me on all my music pages at Lonely Leonard, L-E-O-N-A-R-D, Lonely Leonard, on every day, ask your mama about it, all right? Go follow me. Then um, after you bump all the tunes and you're trying to just chill out and relax with some content, make sure that y'all watch my TikTok at Low Life Leo. I also got Instagram where I post my TikToks and just general stuff about my life that's not music-related necessarily. So make sure that you go follow me on all those at Low Life Leo, but the I is a Y, because why would I want to be that when I'm high? Hell yeah, dude. Thank you uh, so much for being here. I appreciate you doing this. I appreciate you for having me. Anytime, man. And ladies and gentlemen, as you know, we are on all platforms, even the ones nobody uses. And more stuff for you in the outro. Do not leave.
Jeremiah, Lonely Leo, thank you for being here. Hey, don't click off just yet. I just want to shout out these amazing people who make this podcast happen. First of all, Ryan Kelly for redesigning our logo, Matt Kane for the intro and the outro, my amazing producer, Jello Beats, for the beat you're listening to right now, Trat Shepard for helping me produce in person, Brandon Ferrero for whipping up those videos, and SodaBeats.com, our sponsor today. Who is Soda Beats? Just hear me out for a second. Now, I'm in the rap hip-hop world. In that world, a lot of people rip beats off of YouTube, which means they take music that's on YouTube, they download it, and then they put their songs over it. Now, we're trying to solve that issue. Soda Beats solves that issue. You can actually make rap and hip-hop beats online with no software you can try it for free the link is in the show notes just try it take five minutes i swear to god you're gonna get addicted even if you never made a beat in your life it's a lot of fun best and easiest way to make beats online for free right now soda beats s-o-d-a-b-e-a-t-s or click the link in the show notes thank you so much more at sullybop.com and sullybop.com slash bobcast thanks for tuning in we'll see you on the next one